What's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. It's August 17th. My name is Matt, and we are live. Uh, we have an awesome guest lined up for today. I'm excited. Uh, a student, a uh, college student, university student, um, and we're going to talk to her about her journey to coming online, why she's chosen to build a uh, side income, and um, I'm excited to dive into it. If you're new or you're listening slash watching for the first time ever, um, first of all, welcome. We go live every single Monday through Friday at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. So uh, it's 10 a.m. Eastern. I'm looking up at my clock. It's 7 a.m. here. I am more, I'm in Arizona, so more on like the West Coast, but um, we go live and we bring on a student or we do a little coaching or we do some sort of inspiration, motivation. Uh, we unpack maybe a marketing strategy. Um, maybe we'll do a Q&A, but we typically will go live with uh, somebody from our community who's got an awesome story to share uh, with the goal of um, sharing uh, how people have gotten started uh, making money on the internet with a new online business or maybe growing an existing coaching business or something like that. Um, through the core four ways of making money online, which is we we have branded the core four business models, which are affiliate marketing, selling digital courses, events and masterminds, and coaching and consulting. And uh, those are business models that we consider um, business models that allow premium prices so you can make more with every customer uh, that you refer or every customer that you generate if you've got your own business or you've got your own courses or whatever. So Without further ado, uh, let's bring on our guest for today. And if all of you who are live with us can give us a big hand clap emoji, uh, he's already ready. He's got his claps ready for the interview. He was ready for it, but give us some hand clap emojis. Let's bring on Tiffany. What up? Hello. 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 You are up in Canada, right? I am. Yes. Okay. Where in Canada? I'm in Alberta. Alberta. Okay. The sizes of like, of like Alberta or British Columbia, or what are some other ones like Saskatchewan or something? Those things yeah. are huge. Like you have, I don't know, like five provinces or something. And we have, do you have five? Is it five? Uh, honestly, I don't remember like don't grade know. nine social studies, but I think there's definitely more than that. Doesn't matter. Yeah. There might be like <laughs> six or seven. Uh, we don't have to get into, we don't have to get into, uh, elementary school, but they're <laughs> massive. They're huge. Right. Are you like, are you way North or are you closer to the United States? I'm pretty close to the United States. I'm kind of around like the border kind of just a few hours away. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I'm pumped that you're on the show and, um, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about you and how you got started online. And also you're still working through, a a, a degree in veterinary school. I, I don't know if yeah. I read that right, but, uh, tell us a little bit about what you're going to school for. And then also just tell us a little bit about, uh, you and how you found legendary and, and why you decided to, that now is the right time to start an online business. Sure. Um, so I guess I've kind of always been kind of like an entrepreneur at heart. So, hmm. you know, growing up, I did like lemonade stands and like, you know, I've always kind of been that kid. Oh. Um, so I kind of always knew that I wanted to do like a more non-traditional route when it came to making money. Like I've never really been a fan of 
working for somebody else for the rest of my life. And so I kind of took some time after high school and I opened my own like house cleaning business that I did with my friend for a little while, which was good, like kind of like choosing our clients and stuff. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's still kind of trading in hours for money. And I knew that I wanted to go back to school for something. Um, So I kind of, I decided a few years ago that veterinary medicine was kind of the, my end goal. I really wanted to get into that. So I needed a way to kind of pay for tuition, but also not have to waste all of my after school hours working. (laughs) Because that doesn't really work out very well. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So I started looking into ways that I could make money kind of online. Um, Probably like 2020-ish. You know, when things started shutting down, I was like, okay, I'm going to look online. This seems kind of the best route. And so I I never really settled on anything, but I kind of just took in what other people were doing. And I've I'd seen that affiliate marketing was a thing and that people were doing that for a while, but I never really decided to like go for it, I guess, until I think it was March of this year that I took the 15 day challenge and ended up taking the blueprints from there. And I was kind of just like, okay, I'm going all in with this. This is probably the best way to get me debt free through veterinary school and So I kind of just went all in from there. And so it's been a few months now and it's starting to pay off. And so things are, things are starting to work out pretty well. Yeah, cool. That's, um, I like the, I like the sort of underbelly that there's, uh, there's like this entrepreneurial fire that you've kind of always had. And it's interesting too, because not only is there an entrepreneurial like kind of flame that's been there, but. I think that's pretty cool that even being in your early 20s, you're in your early 20s, right? Yeah. Um, being in your early 20s and and starting that uh, cleaning business, you were even like, you were even like, hey, this isn't actually entrepreneurship. Like, well, it is to a certain extent, right? You're kind of yeah. carving your own path, but you're even you're even connecting down to like, I mean, there's a lot of people who who own businesses like that, plumbing businesses and um, or they're contractors or whatever. And they're like, yeah, I've got my own business, you know, but in reality, it's like, no, you're dictated by anything outside of the world. When in reality, like an online business is, is true time freedom to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. but there is nobody who's like, I need you here at 8am to mop my floors. There's nobody. Right. Which is the beautiful thing. How did the, um, this is just a total, this is just a total curiosity question, but how did like the cleaning business go? Did you feel like it was successful? This is just, we don't have to get super deep into it, but I was just curious, like, how did that actually like pan out and turn out? Were you guys pretty successful? Yeah. I mean, we were, we, I mean, I'm still kind of doing it a little bit. I'm kind of in the process of transitioning out of it right now, but I did it for a good, I think two and a half years Um, mainly my friend and I were doing it together and we built up a pretty good clientele and it was going pretty well. It's just, you know, at the, it was always supposed to just be like a temporary thing. And it's kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I, 
I don't want to have to go to school all day and then come home and go clean somebody's house. Right. Got it. It makes sense. And ever since about June or July, like you've, you've taken this sort of new online business that you're setting up and you've started to generate, like you're generating a good amount of leads and sales. Like I'm, I'm sure you've got leads coming in every day, right? Yeah, pretty, pretty much, much most days. Yeah. Are you um, just posting on social media? Are you, do you have a blog? Do you have like, what do you, what do you, how has the actual business been running and what do you do on a daily basis? Um, well, so far I've only really gone through with TikTok. Um, oh. Going through the training, I know that that was kind of like the hot social media to start with. So that's kind of where I started and I'm kind of in the process now of branching out. I haven't started any other accounts yet, but I definitely have a plan to branch out to other social media. Yeah, well, your TikTok is going great. You're almost at 10,000 followers. I mean, yeah, you're doing really good. Like you're doing really, really well. That's, that's, um, yeah, congrats on that. Thank but you. I mean, congrats, but you, you know, not that it's luck. I mean, congrats on putting in the work and it's a lot of content. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be dedicated. You gotta be committed. You've gotta like, you gotta really attack it. Um, mm -hmm. was, was the whole content creation thing new for you? Was it like a, I've never done this before. It, it's brand new or, or had you created content for other businesses? Um, I've never created content before for businesses. I mean, I've had like my personal social media. I mean, I've, I've been on TikTok before. I usually would like post sure. videos of my dog and stuff. So I'm not like, I wasn't completely new to the idea of like creating TikToks, but yeah. this was the first time I started actually posting with like a purpose <laughs> other yes. than just sharing my dog on the internet. Right, right, right. Totally. And you know, the funny part is, is we'll, we'll give your, um, we'll give your social media handle to everybody, uh, later on. But, um, I was just, I was just scoping and doing a quick look through your, your social media. And it's funny because you've got the same video that you've posted twice that has the most views on your entire channel. Isn't that kind of funny? I don't know yeah. how long ago that video was. How long ago did you, let's see, July 9th. And yeah, you originally posted that in May. Okay. So a yeah. long time ago. That's cool. Yeah, and then you decided the to repost it. Yeah, what what made you decide to repost it? I mean, it was doing pretty well. I think it was like my most viewed and liked video I had. So I was kind of just like, okay, let's see if I post it again, if it has the same results. And then I'm pretty sure I got like more than I did the original time. So yeah, twice as much. <laughs> yeah, like maybe I'll post it a third time at some point and see if we can triple it. Like, I don't know. Right. I've seen people do that where they post it like four or five times and just every time it just does super well. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't know why it's not like it was one of the first videos I made. So it wasn't like the best quality or anything, but apparently people just liked that one. So I'll yeah. give it to them if they want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other cool thing is, um, you know, like TikTok will only show your videos like on the free page, like usually for a couple of weeks. Right. So. I mean, if you wait a month or two and repost any of your videos, like there's a good chance it's just going to get sent through the same exact, it's like throwing it in the washing machine again. It's just going to get thrown in the same algorithm washing machine again, tumble around mm -hmm. and get a bunch of views and then, and then do it again in a month or something like that. That's, 
Yeah, it's super smart. And the reason it's super smart is because that video is is a, what we would call a growth style video. And mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people out there who are kind of naysayers about these types of videos. They're like, oh, well, it only helps grow your channel. But if you follow those up with going live or with um, or with other videos that sort of uh, unpack more in-depth strategies, because those are usually they're almost like clickbait in a sense, because what you're doing is you're really trying to hook somebody in, right? It's not total clickbait, but what it is, is you're, you're giving, it's just really good curiosity based marketing. And that very first video, regardless of what niche it's in, like you can do this in dog training. You can do this in um, weight loss for sure. You can do that in weight loss um, or relationships or um, dieting, any, any sort of niche. You can do these sort of, curiosity based, um, really like big, uh, promise in the beginning of the video that people are like, Whoa, interesting. This is fascinating. And, um, I think you just did a really good job with that video. It's really impressive. So kudos. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and, and when you post those, have you ever tried going live or what's your, been your experience on TikTok live? Have you ever tried that? I have. I've gone on live a few times. Um, yeah. Honestly, my experience with it has been a little bit questionable. <laughs> I think, Tell us more. Tell us more. I mean, I think. What do you mean questionable? <laughs> I think TikTok just got a little confused on like who to show my live to, to be honest, because sure. I, I think I've gone live twice and both times it started with like a few people asking like genuine questions on the live and then it turns into like and I think it's part of being like a, a younger female on the internet but I'll get yeah. like the the creepy guys in the comments and it, it turns into people asking me my like relationship status and I'm like mm -hmm. okay this is not the direction I wanted this to go <laughs> I yeah yeah I got you I got you um you know, creepy guys, they're kind of all over the place. Let me pull something yeah. up for you. Here's how to solve that. Here's how to solve that and be able to go live if you're a younger female who's getting creepy dudes on her lives. I would appreciate um, any advice. Yeah, well, here's some advice is uh, when you go live, um, um, you should put in the notes app here. Let me, let me, I'm going to pull this open real quick. Do you, have you ever gone on a, on like a live where, uh, people are using a green screen behind them? Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I have. Okay. So how to lose 10 pounds fast. And no, I don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> All right. So um, what you would do is this is so bad. Um, so many typos. All right. I probably I wrote OnlyFans on here, but I just as a joke, I would not put the word OnlyFans on your live just to be clear. Yeah, but no, <laughs> it would be something like this. All right. So let me airdrop this to my computer and I'll share my screen with you real quick. That what you do is you type on your note. Do you have an iPhone? Yeah. So type on your notes app. You would type in like a bold headline and it would say some really great attention grabbing headlines. So for instance, on this one, 
uh, I just, for example sake, I just uh, put share screen, uh, window. Oh, sometimes this doesn't work. Forgot, let me put this. Well, let's just see if it works. I don't know. Uh, baby, come on. And yeah, I think I tried this before. All right, let me open this in Google Chrome. Or here, I'll just put, I'll just show you on my uh, on my screen grab on my phone if that's cool. So basically, what it is is I is I typed in my notes app. Um, I'll hold it up to the camera, and it might be a little blurry, but you'll be able to see it. So I typed in my notes app, how to lose 10, pen, 10 pounds fast. And no, I don't have an OnlyFans. Um, combining a couple things. One, an, intention, an attention-grabbing headline. Two, a little humor and curiosity, right? Mm. I wouldn't put OnlyFans because you might get blocked or somebody might report it. Yeah, Just it might be a spam stupid. word. Yeah. So instead, though, what you can do on those lives is you create some sort of attention-grabbing headline, like, um, how to finally get your dog to stop barking immediately without punishing it, right? So you take a, something they really want and then you juxtapose it with something they don't want to do to get that result. How to get your dog to stop barking at the mailman without having to shame it and cause it to feel bad or make your, without making your dog feel like a piece of shit, right? Mm -hmm. um, because they don't want to make their dog feel bad. They don't want to punish their dog, but they need to get their dog to stop barking at the mailman. And what it'll do is as people are scrolling, it will only attract the people that you're after, right? So rather than just going live and I've got me and my background behind me and it's just like people don't know what the hell they're tuning into, it'll it'll be right above your head. I've seen people do this with po politics where they put up, um, I'm a leftist. I believe in, you know, and they put like universal healthcare, um, no guns, like all this stuff. I probably just got our whole Facebook fan page banned. Um, and, uh, and, and then it, and then it'll say debate me, right? What a great yeah, word to put on the live debate me. Right. So I would put, you know, if I, if I heard your channel of 9,500, I'd go live with like a headline right above me and it would say, um, uh, best side hustle for 2023, get ahead of the game. Um, if you don't believe me, let's debate. Right. Or if you think, if you think, you know, you probably don't, or something that's like, it's not what you expect, or mm -hmm. it's not drop shipping MLM or Amazon FBA. Here's what it is. Right. And make people come in and be like, what is it? What is it? What is it? And then start engaging people. Yo, what's up, Carla? You know, what's up, Sarah, whatever. Um, or, or, um, ask, uh, I know the number one business to start in 2023, uh, ask me anything or debate me. Right. Or, and, and even just give them instruction. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to debate me. Right. So anyway, just a, just a thought, because what it'll do is the creepy dudes who are just tuning in thinking like, oh, maybe, you know, this girl is just out here like trying to recruit people to get them on her OnlyFans subscription or something weird like that. Or maybe she wants to find a life partner or something. Um, yeah, instead, I go on TikTok live to find that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, look, there are some creepy ass dudes on there. 
I that's, mean, yeah, you're not wrong. There's some creepy ass. <laughs> I think you might do. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have to go down that road, but I mean, God only knows what some of those guys are thinking. So yeah. I, I, uh, anyway, that's just my two cents because, and the reason is because, um, I, I see a lot of people who get started, um, and have a following of a couple thousand, 5,000, 10,000. And man, do they really start to crush in, in terms of lead flow and in terms of sales when they go live, because it breaks down this whole barrier. You've got 9,500 people who are like, I want more. I want to learn more. I want to see more. And then, you know, those people are, whether you believe it or not, they're ready and willing to see somebody go live and be like, oh, you know, I did, I wasn't sure. Maybe she was a paid actor. Maybe it was like, you know, she's just making these videos, whatever. But now like, oh my God, she's live. Like, this is real. Like it brings a real factor and I see it in terms of sales and stuff. Anyway, does that make sense? What, do you, what are your thoughts when I say that? Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I think I'll definitely try that like background thing. I just, I think it's just like an, an anxiety thing that's I've just has held yeah. me back from doing it because I had a bad experience the first two times and now I'm like, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> sure. No, I totally get it. You could also, you could also uh, wor- um, play around with having a moderator um, that can help sometimes just yeah. to kind of keep things under wraps. But honestly, some of that engagement, um, yeah, it can be mitigated through the headlines. And um, if you write that headline the right way, um, the great thing is, is their algorithm um, only because I've seen this many times work um, their algorithm will really start to quickly dial in that live. So if you spend 30 minutes to an hour, just sort of answering questions or talking about like, Hey, here's what I'm doing. If you spend a little bit of time doing that, um, the algorithm will just lock in and start to feed you people who are like them. And it's mm-hmm. that algorithm on the live end of things is super powerful. So once you get into creepy TikTok guy world, you're screwed, right? But if you get into people who are actually in your niche because they see your headline and you've got the right, maybe you put one or two hashtags in it in the description, then you start to really feed that algorithm the data that it needs lead off the live by saying, Hey, you know, and lead off the live by saying quite a few of the keywords that might be in your niche. So now it's like also hearing and kind of learning what you're actually talking about. Um, You're giving it a headline that it might be able to actually scan the headline and learn, you know, figure Mm -hmm. out like, Oh, it says like make money. Who else is who's liked videos who made money and just, it's going to throw that on their for you page. Um, So anyway, utilize that as much as you possibly can because uh, there's a there's a really powerful part everybody that i've given the advice to go live to who has gone live has seen an increase in sales uh who's consistently done it a lot of increase in sales um it's just and we've even had some of them come on the show like two months later and they were like yeah matt like told me i had to go live and, you know, now they're at $5,000 or $10,000 in, in earnings. And it's mostly just because it's not because I told them to do it or anything. It's because they actually just freaking did it, you know, and actually yeah. work and effort. And um, so anyway, yeah, I get the anxiety piece, though. I, I actually understand. I'm 
diff like I don't have, you know, girls banging down the door when I go live on TikTok or anything or on Facebook. So I don't have that element to where I'm like worried about like creepy dudes watching my lives or anything, but I get the anxiety that that makes a lot of sense. I had a lot of anxiety when I first got started too. And yeah, well, I'm definitely more of like an introvert too. And it's like going live with random strangers is not really something that's like in my comfort zone. So I think I definitely just have to kind of push myself and just do it. Yeah. Well, here's, um, here's, a uh, here's, yeah, I just think, um, there's an element of, I, th I think there's an element that, you know, embracing, I found this lady named Brene Brown and uh, she talks about, she has this book called the gifts of imperfection. And, um, and so I always assume that my introversion, a lot of people don't think I'm in, in that I'm an introvert. Um, but I actually just, I hate being around people. <laughs> I like, I I'm, like <laughs> I'm just like, I like it for a second, but it's just mostly like when I can live in my internal world a little bit, I have a little FOMO around people. Like I don't want to miss out on funny stuff or cool stuff, but the truth is I'm not really fed by people. Um, I'm fed by being alone and um, being in kind of solitude. But here's the thing. Um, I've told this to a lot of introverted type people and I'm curious what you think, but um, I think in many ways, introverted type people tend to communicate better through uh, media. So in there's, there's some ways in which extroverts have this sort of natural casual uh, energy that's charismatic, but I don't think to a lot of people, or maybe it's just to most introverts, I don't know. Um, but I don't think to a lot of people that communicates trust. I think that um, um, because extroverts, what are they trying to do a lot of times when they're talking or communicating? They're trying to get their need met for like their, their social needs, right? Um, yeah. But an introvert, if they're stepping out and communicating, it's usually because it's meaningful. And it's so meaningful, in fact, that they've actually gone onto social media and started posting hundreds of videos because it means enough to them. That's pretty important. Or they're now sitting there live and, you know, they're, they're this awkward introvert, but they've pushed through it. But I think introverts have this sort of special energy sometimes, not every time. There's some, look, there's just some introverts who are just awkward. There's some extroverts who are just awkward too, right? But mm -hmm. um, there's definitely an introverted energy where people are like, I just feel like I can connect to this person. And yeah. like Stacy Law is a good example of that. Um, and we've had lots of people, lots and lots of people who are total introverts who will go live on TikTok. The girl who went the fastest that I've ever seen to six figures, uh, she would go live at least once a day for a couple of hours. So introverted. Um but she would create videos, like three to five videos a day. She worked in a grocery store named Sarah. Worked in a grocery store, went from six figure, went to six figures in 90 days, about 90 days, which was crazy. Wow. I've never seen that. Um, fastest that I've ever seen in my whole time, 12 years of being online. And um, and goes and she would go live and people would just get on and just be like, God, you're just so real and relatable. Like it's like it's just so different. Like I I, I just have to sign up just to find out like what is going on. And there was nothing exciting. She was kind of in pajamas, like in a kind of like 
totally average apartment living room or like at her kitchen table and just like, Hey, I'm working on my marketing today. Like don't join me live, ask me anything. And she would just sit there and kind of work and answer questions. And man, it's, it's really powerful. It's really crazy. But anyway, I would just encourage you to uh, back to Brene Brown. Uh, I'm ranting, but back to Brene Brown, where she said, you know, a lot of times in her book, she says, um, your, your imperfections are often your gifts or things that we think are our weaknesses are actually gifts that have benefits that would outweigh if we were perfect. Um, because that's the human experience. So, you know, I would reframe or I would encourage you to reframe some of that introversion talk that you've, that we've learned into sort of a, you know, Hey, this might be my best strength that I have. This might make me the most money of any skill that I've built is just who I am. Cause that's a really powerful reframe. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think I've definitely kind of noticed that too, like with, um, posting on TikTok, like I, I really don't like posting just like (laughs) purely like the clickbait kind of videos. Like it, I don't feel good about posting just that. (laughs) So I definitely try to mix in kind of like, like real things. Like I post videos where I'm just like talking about how like I had a bad day and like the things that got me through it and like little like like life tips and I think that mixing that in with the like typical like affiliate marketing kind of content definitely (laughs) works a lot better to build people's trust like I find on videos like that a lot of people those are the videos where people are actually commenting asking me like what I'm doing and like for more information like those are the kind of videos that people actually want to like learn more with because they see that you're actually like being authentic and not just out there trying to take people's money, which is what a lot of people seem to assume when you post like other types of videos. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Of course. That's so well said. And people really gravitate towards um, those style videos, but the, the, the introverted mistake would be to say, well, it's all about those videos. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people have said. Uh, uh, when I started teaching how people, how to do these growth style videos, people were like, uh, some people, some, some people were like, Oh, you know, no, you're not actually, you're not actually really teaching anything. It's not real value. It's not going to make you any money. Um, you need to just be real with people and teach people real stuff. And like, um, the truth about like the truth about marketing is there is some element where you're just trying to drum up some curiosity, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not talking about misleading people, but I'm talking about drumming up an idea for people. Like imagine the possibility. That's really the core of marketing is, is saying a phrase like imagine that you live in a world where this is possible. Check this out. And that applies to so many different niches. Like in the weight loss niche, if I just said something like, imagine if it were possible that I could show you a diet and exercise routine that's actually doable, that you can lose 10 pounds over the next 90 days and you'd feel the best in your entire life or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm just giving an example, but 
Um, you could do that in any niche, but you're, you're sort of just opening their mind for a lot of people. It might not even work. It might not even be the right solution, but that little spark is marketing because now they might go on to find the right solution. Your solution might be the right solution. Who knows? But that little spark will eventually, they're going to hit follow and something inside their intuition says, you know, there's something here. Maybe there's something here. I'm going to hit follow. And then, you know, their baby starts crying in the next room and they totally forget about it. But you know what? They're scrolling through the next day and they find another one. And they're like, damn, I forgot about her. That's interesting. Um, I'm going to keep thinking about that, you know, and then, and then they got to drive their kid to gymnastics and then they're like, Oh yeah, I totally forgot. Then they're sitting in the gymnastics and they find you again. And now you're live. Right. And they're like, Oh my God, like this fucking person. But that growth style video was the moment that little tiny spark ignited. And so many marketers, they go on TikTok and try to create content. They try to teach everything all at once. Let me, this is exactly everything that you need. Let me overwhelm you with all of this information. But that's not how to get into the human psyche. The, the way into the human heart and mind is different. It's through entertainment. It's through emotion. It's through connection and attachment. And there's so many different things. So those, uh, yeah, I just, the entrepreneur, the, the introverted lie would, you, you know, say something like, you know, those, those growth videos don't matter. But the truth is to be a really, um, to be a, to be a, a mature and sort of developed entrepreneur, you have to see the moments, those little moments of spark and of intrigue and know why they're there, know why you're doing them. And if you see the strategy there, which is to, to bring in as many people as possible and then filter them through what you would consider more of an authentic sort of storyline and an authentic journey with them. Then you see those and, and you start to spend more time on them to make them even better and more curated so you can get a huge following. And then you hone your craft on conversion. So it's traffic and it's conversion. And that to me is a piece that I think a lot of introverts miss it because mm -hmm. it feels, I totally get it. It just feels so superficial, right? Yeah. Just feels like there's nothing real about it at all. <laughs> yeah. I think that's something I definitely had to get over as well, because I mean, I, I've always kind of thought that I need, like I, my strategy going into it was I wanted to create a balance of like intriguing people and then giving them some value and so I kind of honestly try to like alternate my content really where it's like I'll post a video where I'm like, like kind of just marketing, promoting the challenge or like whatever and just being like, this is what I'm doing, go to the link of my bio and then I'll post another video where I'm like, you know, like, this is how it changed my life and like this is about me and then, you know, I think people will come in and see one of them and then go on your page and see the other kind of video and be like, okay, so I can relate with this girl. I know what she's talking about. I feel her. And then this is kind of her call to action. This is what she did. So maybe I should go check this out. So exactly. that's, yeah, like that's really been my strategy going into it. And I think that's where, I think that was like kind of the best thing that I decided to do is just commit to the balance of it. Sure. Yes. 
that's that was so well said that was that was that was a tiny synopsis that was like you know if i could just pull that out and try to go teach that to everybody i would that was a great little clip thanks for sharing that that was yeah of course that that little you know once you get into that groove and you start to discover who you are discover what type of content you can create and what type of content feels good man that's such a great place to be in just cuz it's like you start to get a little bit of flow and yeah, I can even just tell from this live right here, like there's just sort of a real element to you. Like I even feel like for me, I come across a lot of times people don't believe that I'm an introvert because I've spent so much from basically from 2010, check this photo out. This is such an embarrassing photo, but um, we're talking about being real and raw and vulnerable. <laughs> right? um, check this photo out. This was from, let's see if I can, this was from, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Uh, I guess I'll just, I'll see if I can open this in Safari and see if you can see the screen. Oh my God. I'm just going to share my entire screen and make this huge on my screen. This is not great, but. um, Okay, there we go. Uh, it's just not gonna work anyway i don't know why um i can never when i'm trying to open an image oh you know what here we go here we go i got it i you know sometimes people think that i'm like wow, you're the most tech savvy person of all time. And then it's like, I actually want to do something and it just never works. Um, <laughs> I'll put this, I'll put this in a keynote here real quick. Okay, here we go. I'll share the screen. Um, but ever since like 2010 or 11 or something like that, I, um, I got started online and I would do webinars and oh my God, it doesn't work here either. Jeez. Okay, let's try opening Google Chrome. This is my last chance, and then I give up. <laughs> this is well, the anticipation's been built up, so now I really want to see it. I know. It's a great <laughs> photo, but I don't know that we're going to be able to see this here today. We'll see. All right. Can you see? What are you seeing? I am seeing an image of you on a floor. <laughs> All right. Good. We made it. So there's a Mike's Hard Lemonade next to me, which is, I mean, that alone is embarrassing enough. Um, <laughs> but, okay, but those then, are good. <laughs> then I've got, and a cheese stick wrapper, I think. And then I've got, you know, I've got pillows set up. You can see there's pillows, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I'm doing, I have a little, I have my drawing tablet that I still, I think I might've upgraded and got a new one, but I still use the same strategy. I have my little drawing tab. And um, I would do webinars and this was like 2012. So about 10 years ago when I started doing webinars online and, um, and long story short, yeah, I, I got started doing webinars as this like super introverted kid who was just like, all right. Like I had this mentor who was just like telling me, dude, you need to do webinars. You got to do webinars. You have to do it. And so I would stack pillows around. So, I, you know, now I actually have a decent microphone because um, I can actually afford something. But in that day, it was like, 
I was paying for a 600 square foot apartment, $700 a month. And we couldn't even like fill up the tank with gas. And, uh, and it was like the most embarrassing, you know, humiliating days. But I think, you know, for me, I, I sometimes just remember that day and that moment. And like, I remember my mentor being like, dude, you gotta get on webinars. And, you know, from those webinars flowed lots and lots of money, lots of leads and lots of money. Um, and that's sort of the reason that I'm always telling people like, Hey, you need to make connections with people through your social media. You need to, but, uh, you need to grow an audience because doing webinars to nobody, it isn't really going to do much good going live to nobody and having no growth on your channel. Isn't going to do you any good. Um, if you believe morally that, uh, what you're selling to people is going to make people's lives better then it's, then it's a moral, argument that you could make that you need to get more people to your channel. Like it's better for the world if they discover this. And it certainly is because I know people who are construction workers, who are uh, stay at home moms who don't have enough money, who are trying to figure out how, how can I make an extra hundred bucks a month just to pay for gas or diapers or something. And man, if they knew that they could open their TikTok app, and start a coaching business or start a consulting business and they could learn it by taking the training that you took or whatever. I, even if you were selling something else entirely, um, man, their life would be changed. So anyway, I, uh, you know, I say that because people are like, why do you tell people to go live? It's because going live changed my life. It was just in a different format, but going live since the beginning of time online, since the beginning of the internet, once we developed online webinars in the late or like early 2000s, um, selling online has changed completely and forever. And it just still exists today, but it's, you know, obviously through many go live webinars on social media, it's easier than ever, but yeah. Uh, yeah. What comes up as I say that? I mean, honestly, look, looking at that like picture of you reminded me of when I was uh, 12 years old and I decided I was going to be a YouTuber and I kind of did like the same thing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Totally. Yeah. I think that, you know, just, I think what you said about being an introvert as like kind of a superpower is really real. I mean, I think like most of the people online that I've, I've connected with, like the way that yep. I found legendary in the first place was through somebody else posting on TikTok. Yep. And it's always the people who seem like you can tell when somebody's uncomfortable, when they aren't talking about something that they actually believe in. Like you, like people know, even through like a TikTok video, like right. if somebody's talking about something that they want you to buy and you can just tell that they don't know what they're talking about or they don't actually believe what they're saying. Like people know that people aren't dumb. Like they'll, they'll call you out on it too. Like that's when, I mean, people will, any sign of weakness, people will comment because that's just what people do on the internet. So it's like, I, I honestly look at my hate comments a lot too, as, like feedback because if if I have a video where I get a lot of people commenting like hate comments that I'm like okay clearly I didn't seem like authentic enough in this video so maybe I should go back and figure out what I did wrong in that video because clearly people didn't like believe me or something 
Yes. And I think being an introvert kind of benefits in that way where it's easier to tell when somebody or when you, you are uncomfortable. Like sometimes I'll talk and I'm like, I'm kind of making stuff up right now. I need to go back <laughs> to what is actually like valuable here. Like I'll get carried away. And then I'm like, whoa, whoa, that's bullshit. I'm going to, I mean, I'm not saying like stuff I don't believe, but like, you know what I mean? Like you can I tell do. when you're getting a little too carried away and it's like, let me be more grounded in what I actually came here to say. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. I resonate with that so much. Um, all of it. What great advice to introverts. And yeah, it is, it really is a superpower. I wish more people would see it as that as a superpower for sure. Um, Cause it changes how you look at social media. It changes, you know, just like even just your level of belief in yourself, right? It's like, man, mm -hmm. you see all these people who are out there and you would just assume they have this extroverted energy and they're just nonstop ready. And honestly, most people that I know, um, it's just an, it's just, everything's an anomaly. Most people that I know who are successful in the, um, in the like on digital marketing world, their tech skills are almost nothing. Like mm -hmm. Dave's tech skills are horrendous, not horrendous, but they're pretty bad. Even mine aren't that good. I know a lot. I like, I, I can code some stuff or whatever if I need to, but um, not very good. My design skills aren't very good, you know, like all of this stuff. So um, same thing with like, you know, connecting through video or connecting through social media. It's like most people who are, most people who are um, really connecting with people through social media or through webinars or something, they're like, they're introverted people and they've got this sort of, I don't know, a special superpower, but ability to connect with people because that's what they do. That's what they seek. They seek sort of real connection because if they're going out into the world, trying for connection, you know, it ain't because they're getting fed energy to, you know, live better or whatever. It's because like, they really, again, believe in what they're talking about, believe in what the, what they're doing. So, mm -hmm. all right. Tiffany, I've got I've got my own takeaways from this show just from listening to you, and I'm thankful for that. Um, for people who are new, for people who are um, for people who are nervous, let's talk to the introverts in the room uh, who are nervous about posting their first, first video or something. What would you say to those people? And I'll give you kind of the last word on that. Um, I mean, I can't really speak for all introverts, but I've found that a lot of us are kind of perfectionists too. And we're like, if I'm going to do this thing out of my comfort zone, it has to be perfect. And that yep. definitely held me back for a while. So I think that you just have to accept that your first videos are going to probably suck. And <laughs> you just have to kind of be okay with that and start somewhere. So I think just don't try and make it perfect. Just get out there, take the first step, even if you suck at first, just like get out there and it kind of flows from there. Great advice. Super good advice. Um, I'm going to put your, well, I already did put your TikTok up here. Um, thank you so much for coming on. And in a few months, if you want to send us back an email about how things are going and, um, and what's new in your world and life and everything, do that send us a message, let us know. We'd love to have you back on the show uh, and just like give an update to your world and what's going on. Sounds good. I will. Cool. Awesome. Best of luck in school, university, if I don't hear from you. And um, I hope we see you back on the show in a few months.
Thank you. Cool. See ya. All right. So we've got uh, her handle, tick, uh, her TikTok handle is uh, Hustle to Thrive. So it's at Hustle to Thrive. Uh, go give her a follow. And, um, and I keep putting pressure on people to go live. <laughs> maybe there's a secret buried in there, but, uh, go, go give her a follow. And then, um, you know, comment, you know, Hey, when's your next live? <laughs> go comment, go comment on her videos. Uh, if you're just listening, it's H U S T L E T O thrive T H R I V E hustle to thrive. Uh, find Tiffany on TikTok. Also, make sure you give her a follow and uh, share her profile so that she can get up to 10,000 followers. She's almost there, and that'd be a cool milestone to hit after coming on the show. So, um, you know, leave her a little comment. Be like, hey, looking forward to your next live. <laughs> All right. Um, have a great rest of your Wednesday, guys. Uh, I believe come back tomorrow. I think Dave is back tomorrow. I got to check the calendar, but I think Dave is back live with us tomorrow. Um, had a couple days off. He was on vacay and anyway, so he's back and, uh, we'll have him back on. We've got another guest lined up. It's going to be a great Thursday. We'll see you guys have a great rest of your uh, Wednesday.